Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hey, hey, my friend. What's going on? I hope you're having a wonderful day. I am really excited to continue our series on greatness. And in case you didn't catch the first episode, no worries. It is linked for you below in the show notes. So today, we are going to talk about the HBO documentary, The Weight of Gold, which was spearheaded by Michael Phelps. And I'm not going to lie, my friend, this was a really difficult documentary to watch because it was so uh, brutally honest about the dark side of high performance right of like elite level performance on a worldwide stage and how achieving at such a high level can have these really detrimental effects on a person's mental health which honestly was really eye-opening but also if I'm being honest very relatable so just a real quick um kind of rundown of the documentary so many different athletes were interviewed in the weight of gold from Michael Phelps like I said who spearheaded um this documentary to Gracie Gold a figure skater Sasha Cohen a figure skater Sean White a snowboarder slash skateboarder you know just oh gosh just tons of different athletes in different sports right and all of these athletes spoke about you know, largely how their identities had become entirely wrapped up in their goals. That they just got to this point in their athletic careers where they literally could not separate themselves out from their athletic goals and their accomplishments. It was like they ceased to be a person and they're completely identified, especially by the public and the media, by what they do and what they accomplish. And in the documentary, so many athletes talked about how, like, they would literally ask themselves this question, who am I without my sport? Because I don't know who the heck I am, right? I have no idea who I am without my sport. And that was really relatable (laughs) um, for me, and I'm going to get to that here in just a second. But I think that, you know, it's... it's, uh, It's so valuable and so important to bring this up because I think this is something that so many people who are high performers, whether it's in an Olympic space or in an academic space or just like an entrepreneurial space, like anywhere you go, any high level elite performance space, I think people struggle with this. And I think with these athletes, it's because a lot of them have this obsession with pushing themselves beyond the highest level of what they think they're capable of. These athletes have so much freaking talent and and so much drive and so much potential and they're so competitive (laughs) that it becomes what they're singularly focused on and that can be a beautiful thing, such a beautiful thing. However, it also comes at a huge cost, right? All the athletes in The Weight of Gold talk about how they live and they breathe their training for years and years and years and years, right? And they sacrifice and they eat and they sleep and they do all of these things in particular 
ways to be the amazing athletes that we see in competition on the world stage and the Olympics and the world championships like nationals whatever it is right and because they train so hard and they live and they breathe and they do their sport it ends up becoming all that they are right and when the competition is over or you know it doesn't go according to plan a lot of athletes according to Michael Phelps again who spearheaded this documentary they end up feeling lost because training and going for the Olympics or going for the world championships or nationals or whatever it is, that has become the core of their identity and their purpose for so, so long, right? And obviously, I am not an Olympian. (laughs) I I had a college swimming career and it was very average at best. (laughs) Um, But where I do connect with what these athletes are saying in this documentary and where you might connect as well is through that identity piece. The idea that you absolutely can wrap your identity all up in a goal or in your job or in a relationship to the point where it might, you know, it might end that thing, that goal, that job, that relationship, it might end or it's going to shift in some way, right? Because things in life are constantly shifting and changing. And then you're, you're there (laughs) in your life, right? And you wind up feeling lost and confused or like you're not enough or you're this big failure, right? And I know with absolute certainty that I have experienced this before. When I was in grad school, that's all that I was, right? I was constantly working. Everything is everything was about school, right? It was about pursuing the next phase of the PhD program, and that was all I was focused on, right? And then when I was done with the PhD program, when it was all over, I felt exactly as Michael Phelps had described very lost, very confused, and just like this giant part of me was missing. Truly, I did not know (laughs) how to be a person without school. And that was so uncomfortable and it was so weird and it was just such a foreign concept for me because I had never not been a student, but I had also not ever really thought about the fact that I had never not been a student. (laughs) If that makes sense, right? But my entire sense of self without me even knowing it was completely tied up in being a student, right? And pursuing that goal of getting a PhD. And it was so hard when it was all over. You know, obviously there was there was happiness, there was joy. I was so excited to be done, to go through the hooding ceremony, to, to be Dr. Megan for the rest of my freaking life, right? That was so cool and I was so excited. But when that was done and the dust had settled and I was like, okay, now we're going to do life, right? It was really hard to figure out what to do next. I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) I don't know what to do when I'm not studying or writing or deferring to an advisor. Like, I don't don't know what to do with myself, right? I felt so lost. And so at the time, I did the only thing I thought – that I could do, <laughs> which was to dive back into another school setting, another program. So I, I did, I mean, if you've been a listener of the podcast for a long time, you might remember this, but I, I was doing a paralegal program because I, you know, I was craving that familiarity. I was missing the role of being a student. And I'm like, I don't know what else to do with myself. <laughs> I don't know how to live life in any other way than being a student, Right. And so I I did the program and eventually I figured out that wasn't what I actually wanted and I did find my way. But feeling lost after school was so huge for me and such a big thing because I had made being a student and being like, like I had made school who I was for so many years 
if not most of my life. Because I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I... So sorry to interrupt this episode, my friend, but I just had to pop in real fast to tell you to mark your calendar, especially if you want to be an author of a fiction book someday. So on September 30th, 2023, I am launching another high-value writing resource for an affordable price. It's called Write a Novel Readers Can't Put Down, Tactical Things You Can Do to Hook Readers from Beginning to End. This resource was inspired by a comment that I get in my DMs all of the time. Women say to me, hey, Megan, (laughs) I wrote a book, but I'm so scared that people are going to think it's boring. And I hear you, girlfriend. It is not fun to pick up a book that feels like a chore to read. As writers, we want our readers to be entertained by our fiction. We want them to be captivated by our characters and staying up way too late (laughs) because they just can't stop turning the pages and that is what write a novel readers can't put down is all about using my experience and knowledge as an editor i literally teach you how to make your book impossible for readers to put down there are multiple ways that you can make your story a book that readers just have to finish no matter what right and i don't know about you but there's nothing better than reading an incredible book that you just devour in a couple of days and then go on to recommend to all of your friends that's just the best so if you want to write that kind of a fiction book mark your calendar for september 30th 2023 because that's when write a novel that readers can't put down tactical things you can do to hook readers from beginning to end is going to be live on my website at meggymarie.com I promise you, my friend, it is packed with so much value for such an affordable price. I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. But until then, let's dive back into today's episode. I was a student from, you know, like literally my whole life. Sorry, I'm like struggling right now. (laughs) I was was a student ever since preschool. Whenever you go into preschool, like three, four years old, right? All the way through to... 29 years old. When I graduated with my PhD, I never had a break. So school was seriously who I was. And I didn't know who I was, um, you know, without it. It was just, it was just wild, right? So I want to now kind of transition, right, to telling you what I needed to hear when I felt so freaking lost a couple of years ago in 2019, right? Before I started the podcast, when I had started my journey of self-discovery and, you know, self-healing and personal growth, right? So I want to tell that former version of me what I needed to hear when I felt lost because maybe you need to hear it too, right? Maybe that's where you're at right now, where a job or a relationship or a goal has has taken its course, right? And you're like, oh, what do I do? So I just kind of want to tell you what I needed to hear and maybe what you need to hear right now if that's the place that you're in, right? So the weight of gold reminded me that no matter what, no matter what, you are not your goals. You are not your goals. You are not your job. You are not your relationship. You are a person. You're a human being, which means that you are an incredibly complex individual with dozens of traits and things that make you who you are. We as humans, we are not just one thing. We cannot be defined by one thing because that's the beauty of being a human being. It's the complexity right? It's the complexity. It's the nuance. It's the many aspects that come together to make us who we are, right? 
but let's be real. <laughs> you know, the when the when the goal or the the job or the relationship really matters to us, it's easy to forget this. It's easy to let the goal or the job or the 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 relationship eclipse everything else that we are, right? We make it the center of our universe. We make it who we are. It becomes our identity. It's so easy to slip into that, right? So, what can we do? What can we do about this? We can make an identity chart that is going to remind us of how complicated and complex and amazing and multifaceted we are. So girl, I want you to grab a piece of paper (laughs) if you can. Obviously, if you're driving or taking care of your littles, like you can do this later. But grab a piece of paper, put pen to paper, and I want you to draw a bunch of lines that intersect. So make a sort of asterisk on a piece of paper. Okay, (laughs) if that makes sense. If that does not make sense, you're like, Megan, what in the heckity heck is going on right now? Go to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram at dr.meggymarie, D-R dot M-E-G-G-Y-M-A-R-I-E. And you'll see a post that will show you what this looks like. But anyway, draw a bunch of lines that intersect, right? And then with each line, you can write down on the line or near the line a piece of who you are. Okay, write down a piece of who you are. And so I want to share with you what my identity chart looks like. And you're probably going to hear me put down my coffee and you're going to hear a bunch of noise. I just picked it up. (laughs) Uh, So here we go. On my identity chart, I've got many lines that encompass the roles and relationships and hobbies and personality traits that make me who I am. Right. All of these different things that I'm going to read to you here in just a second make me who I am. It's not just one thing. It's multiple things. Because again, who we are is complex. Our identities are complex, right? So let me read you what I've got here. (laughs) So, and I don't even know where to start. Let's just, we're just going to start somewhere. All right. So I am a dog mom. I'm word obsessed. I'm a wife. I'm passionate. I'm a daughter. I'm a mushroom hater. (laughs) I'm a nerd. I'm a women's empowerment, you know, person. I don't know what else to call it. (laughs) I'm a big fan of women's empowerment. I am humble. I'm tall. I'm a teacher. I'm a thinker. I'm a writer. I'm a coffee lover. I'm a hiker, a podcaster. I'm punctual. I'm a reader. I'm an early riser. I'm loyal. I'm an editor. I am unpolished and I am a publisher. And honestly, so many more things, (laughs) right? And obviously, a singular identity chart is not going to fix everything, right? Like it's going to take a lot to remind ourselves that we are so much more than just our goal, than just our relationship, than just our job, right? But the point is we as human beings are complicated. We are not defined by just one thing, right? So to officially wrap up today's episode, I want to remind you just one more time, girlfriend, (laughs) you are not your goals. You are not your job. You are not your relationship. You are so much more. Let yourself be more. I hope that you take some time today to draw out your identity chart because it will be this beautiful physical visual reminder of your multifaceted greatness and how much of a gift to the world that you are as this multifaceted, complex, amazing human being. 
I love you, my friend. I believe in you. But even more so, I hope you believe in yourself. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if you get a chance, check out The Weight of Gold on HBO. I'm pretty sure it's on HBO. It is, it's so good. It's so, so stinking good. All of that said, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'm so grateful that you're in this with me and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.